Let's see what the Lord has to say today. And I believe he already said a couple of things, and I thought I would read that from our songbook. Because the message today is called, Because He Lives. Because He Lives. That's why we're here. Because He lives. He's not a dead God. He's alive. It says here, Because He lives, I can face tomorrow. I'm going to add here, Because He lives, I can face today. We're so worried about tomorrow, we need to think about what's going on today, too. And um, that's kind of where we need to live. The Bible tells us in, in Mark, it says, Men's hearts fail them for fear for what's coming on the earth tomorrow. So there's a lot of heart problems, a lot of anxiety and stress about tomorrow. What if we just let God deal with tomorrow and say, hey, this is today. The Lord has made it. His mercies are new every morning. He doesn't say his mercies are new tomorrow. He says his mercies are new in the morning. That means every day. So we live in the day. So that's what I wanted to talk to you about today is living today. I'm going to show you something. Hey, you guys can be seated. If you want to hang up, you can. You can stay here if you like, but we're done singing. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thank you very much. Anyway, I just wanted to let them know they didn't have to stay up here. They didn't want to. Okay. So I'm going to do a little funny before I get started. This is my stocking. Okay. <laughs> Uh, I have a bigger one that I can actually get in, but I didn't bring it, okay? But anyway, this is my stocking, and I told you last week that I asked you guys to pray for my husband to go shopping for me, because I don't want to know what I'm getting, because I have to put my name on it. There was a time when he'd at least wrap it, and then I put my name on it. Anyway, this is my stocking. This is Tom's. <laughs> that about right? Okay, I just want I had to throw that out there. Okay. That's how it is in our house. <laughs> we have so much fun. He makes me laugh all day long. And I think laughter keeps us well, keeps us alive, keeps us healthy. Music, too. You know, I've listened to all these people who have passed. I watch YouTube, and in 2022, this week, these people died. Well, Christy Alley, she just died this week. And... Um, other people and other stars but what i found out is the most of the people that died or later is when they're into music and they sing and they have melody in their heart and they overlook people's faults that lady that lived to 104 she was the lady that played melanie in gone with the wind she died at 104 i believe she lived that life where she overlooked scarlet's issues her husband's wandering eye she goes, nah. She lived like that. And I believe that keeps us alive. When we start caring, oh, what they do to me? Oh, that hurts. Oh, why am I acting? Why are they acting that way? Why aren't they inviting me to their dinner? You know, why don't we just let people do their thing and you do your thing? Live today. Don't worry about what's going on tomorrow. The word, uh, and I like the word because he lives, because of him. Because the word because is freeing. 
because comes after something. Something happens, and because this happened. Wow, I like that. And we can live today without fear because he lives. He's not on a cross. He's not a little baby in the manger. He is alive and well and sitting at the right hand of the Father. What is he doing? He's constantly reminding the Father who we are in him. Remember, he, they accepted me into their life, so let's show them some more mercy. Let's show them some more blessings. You know the gift I want to give you today? I told you that at the beginning of the month, I have gifts for everybody. Well, I do have some gingerbread cookies out there, so make sure you grab one if you like them. And uh, grab one and take a couple with you. But the gift that I'm leaving with you today is to stop worrying. Is that a good gift? What if I gave you a little coupon that says, I never have to worry again. Will you take it? Can you take that today? Does anybody worry in here? Don't raise your hands. Because I believe that we worry because we're not making him Lord today. We're worrying about tomorrow. Is that, I, I, just a real simple message here. And like I said, men's hearts fail them for fear. In Luke 21 it says, And there shall be signs in the sun and in the moon and in the stars and upon the earth, distress of nations, duh, with perplexity, yeah, the sea and the waves roaring, uh-huh, men's hearts failing them for fear and for looking after those things which are coming on the earth. For the powers of heaven shall be shaken. Is that happening? Absolutely. So are we going to have confidence in what the news says? Or are we going to have confidence in what God says? I am with you in the storm. Okay, yesterday we had a lady come through here. And she sat in the back and we talked a little bit about her. But I, I, I thought, wow, I passed the test. Because I didn't go like this and I didn't go like this. I didn't go like this. When she was upset, I didn't go up and down with her. I just stayed the same. I just said, honey, we don't accept that kind of behavior in here. You're going to have to leave. That's all I said. Oh, she was hooping. She was screaming and she was running. And she raced off with her car screeching. Now, of course, I could have had an opportunity to minister to her. But there was other people that said, we understand. We know, what, you know, we're so sorry that happened to you. But I passed the test because I would have been going, oh, and I'd be all upset and running around. No, I stayed in peace because God says I am with you in the storm. I believed he was with me, and I do believe he's with that lady. She was in here and didn't want to hear anything from God. So he's chasing her. He's chasing her, and I think that's awesome to have her in here because now I remember her face, and now I can pray for her. If she didn't come in here, I wouldn't even know who she was. See, sometimes those horrible things happen in our life so that you pray for those people. When my camera was stolen out of here, I'm not praying for my camera to come back. I'm praying for that person who stole the camera. Amen. They got a heart issue, okay? So that's kind of where we're at. Because of him, I can pray for somebody else. Because of him, I'm not thinking about what I lost, but what can be gained, okay? This is... A process of growing. <clears throat> you know, there's a lot of times we do a lot of things at Christmas time. We do those things for others, but here's, I'm going to add this. We do things for him, 
We don't, excuse me, we don't do things just for him. We do things because of him. So when you do things for somebody, aren't you getting something, something back? Oh, I did it for you. Why don't you give it back to me? I, I, ooh, I, I, I made that for you. What did you make for me? Okay. But when you do something because you love them, there's nothing you want because you're just loving them. Isn't that what the scripture's all about? What have I had opportunity to do because of him? Can you think of those things in your life? That because of God, because of Jesus in your life, you had opportunity to do that you would not have done if you did not know God. Get peace, peace. forgiveness, joy, that calming state of existence even though the ship is sinking. So, I'm going to tell you a couple of things that the Lord let me enjoy because of Him, because of Him. I'll tell you, I wouldn't be doing help for the holidays if it wasn't because of him. I wouldn't be feeding people or doing Christmas or doing a play if it wasn't because of him, because we're drawing people in to hear the gospel. Now, when we had the Santa's Village, now a lot of people with a lot of different thoughts about Santa Claus, and we're going to talk about that next week. But what I want to say this time is we met people where they're at. That's where they're at. They believe there's a Santa. The kids want to enjoy Santa. And they want to have all the treats that go with Santa. But then we were able to give them the gospel. So see, we, 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 even Paul says, I am all things to all men. And I think that means that it, you, you go where they're at. You don't judge them where they're at. You are in where they're at. Keep yourself separate, of course. Keep you unspotted. But not to judge. And so what he's done for me is I was able to sing the national anthem at the Sacramento River Cats game to 45,000 people. I wouldn't have been able to do that any other time except for the Lord. He opened the door. I've written several books pastoring this church. God has a sense of humor. He likes me. I like him. Traveling. Uh, meeting amazing people on my journeys. Married Tom. I'll tell you, if it wasn't for God, I wouldn't have married Tom. Because like I told you before at one point, I wanted to marry a movie star. <laughs> I wanted to live on the coast with oceanfront property. I wanted a millionaire. I was. <laughs> Until his inheritance got stolen, right? Okay, so he, uh, I met him. And he was a warehouse worker making way less money than me. And I go, oh, no, 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 no. This isn't the guy for me, God. <laughs> well, every guy I picked so far was wrong. Okay, a big mess. I said, okay. So my son comes. He's 17 years old at the time. He's 50 now. Whoa. Anyway, 17 years old. And he goes, marry him, Mom. All right. That's how he got married. All right. <coughs> so Tom and I get married. It was beautiful. Anyway, it's been 33 years. Years. Yes. It's been exciting. It is better now than it was at the beginning. Yes, it gets better with age. He put something on my, I have a little uh, place where I hang out, and he has this little sign that says, love happens and we make a fairy tale from it or something like that. So he, he's always thinking about me. He puts flowers where I sit. I mean, just the love that he shows for me, I, 
it, we couldn't do it because it was only God. That kind of love, that kind of selfless love. Okay. So because of him, we do things, not for him. Because in other words, we're doing this. God, where's my stuff? But I do it because of him. That makes me free. So Matthew 13, 5. Because is the response, by the way. It says, and when he sowed some seeds, fell by the wayside, and the fowls came and devoured them up, some fell upon stony places where they had not much earth, and forthwith they sprung up because they had no deepness of earth. There's that because. Matthew 13, 10, 11 says, And the disciples came and said to him, Why do you speak with them in parables? And he said unto them, Because it is given unto you to know the mysteries of God. See, it's a response to a question. And Jesus said unto them, Because of your unbelief, for verily I say unto you, If you have faith as a grain of mustard seed, you shall say to this mountain, Remove hence and yonder place, and it shall be removed, and nothing shall be impossible for God. No, it doesn't say that. It says, Nothing shall be impossible for you. We, we have the ability to allow that because to become real in our life. 1 Timothy 6.2 says, And they that have believing masters, let them not despise them because they are brethren, but rather do to them service because they are faithful and beloved. We're to love each other because of him. We do things for each other because of him. Again, a new commandment I write to you, which thing is true in him and in you, because the darkness is past. Were you ever in the dark before you got saved? Do you know what I'm talking about? I remembered when I, I try to explain to people salvation. And I'll say it this way, because I think I like to use the point of reference, a POR, on where they are in life. And I use the story of um, the Wizard of Oz. So at the beginning, Dorothy is in this house, and it's black and white on the movie, right? Black and white. And then she flies in this whatever, and she lands in the land of Oz. She opens the door, and it's in color. That's how I explain salvation. I'm living black and white before I receive Christ, and then life becomes full color. It makes sense to them. I, I met them where they are. 1 Peter 1.16 says, Because it is written, Be holy as I am holy. Okay, that because is a huge. Jesus gave us some becauses. I'm going to throw out a few at you. Because again, this is about, this is about him. This is about him and, and what he came to do. Jesus came because, we talked about it in Sunday school, he loves us. He gave the ultimate gift of his life to save us. He gave healing, forgiveness, a comforter, faith, access to the Father. Look at all the gifts we have from Jesus because he loves us. Hope, patience, reconciliation. And all of these, by the way, I have scriptures too. So if you want a copy of this, I'll make a copy for you today. Love, redemption, purpose, life, mercy, adopted into God's family, peace and joy, spiritual gifts, a future, a home in heaven, wisdom, Boy, we can't be bored with God. Is it, has anybody feel, man, I'm just so bored. Well, then call me. Call me up because you will not be bored in two and a half seconds. Protection, provision, guidance, prayer were kept by God. You want to be a kept woman? It's God doing it. 
Freedom from fear, no condemnation, advocate, inheritance. Yes, Tom, he gets, he, we get inheritance from God. The greatest gift of all is what? John 3, 16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believes in him shall not perish but have everlasting life. There's a lot of religions out there that say, you know, you got to do a bunch of stuff to be saved. That's not what that scripture says. Whosoever believes receives Christ as Savior. So all these things are given to us for what reason then? Just to keep them for ourselves? 1 Peter 2, 20-22 says, For even unto were ye called, because Christ also suffered for us, having left us an example that we should follow. Now, if Jesus is our example, what did he do? He went to the cross and died. So, are you, gonna, are you willing to go to the cross and die yourself? You don't have to, because Jesus did it for us. But, again, what are you willing to do because of Jesus? So it's our turn to live for the Lord. Jesus said, it is finished. What's finished? Everything. He's not going to add you any more things. You've already got everything you need, okay? What's the gift that you're willing to give to another? You can share your testimony. You can share some stuff. Make a phone call. Remember a couple of weeks ago I asked you to write a letter? How many wrote the letter? So did I, but get this. I wrote a letter to my daughter-in-law who hasn't talked to me in a long time. And I go, you know, she's a perfect person to write a letter to. So I typed it on the computer, right? Just because I want to make sure I didn't want to mess up my words. So I got a piece of paper out. And I began to write, and I go, I can't even read that first sentence. My handwriting was so horrible. So I, I cheated. I printed it out, and I wrote a couple of notes at the bottom uh, uh, to her. So I just mailed that out to her. I don't know what's going to come of it, but I do know that sometimes we need to write a personal letter to somebody. Maybe that's something you can do as a gift to somebody. Getting a card, I'll tell you what I don't want. I don't want. I don't want is the card I get with a picture on the front, the Hendersons. I'm sorry, don't send me that card. You better write in there, hey, hi Linda, it's good to see you, I'm gonna see you next year. Well, and I don't care what you say, you can say anything you want. But that printed one that they just, you know, mail it from maybe even the print shop. I'm sorry, I, I, I can't handle that one. <laughs> so, it's our turn, our turn to give. Proverbs 19:17. Maybe I need to be more thankful for that card in the mail. They did put a 50-cent stamp on it, for crying out loud. <laughs> anyway. All right, so Proverbs 19:17 says, Whoever is generous to the poor lends to the Lord. Is that what Help for the Holidays was all about? And get this, it doesn't just say lend to the Lord, da-da-da. No, he says, and he will repay him for his deed. You can't outgive God. Luke 6, 28 says, Bless those who curse you. Pray for those who abuse you, use you, say all manner of evil against you, whether it's false, whether it's true. John 13 says, A new commandment I give to you, that you love one another as I loved you. Another gift we can give to each other. Luke 6, 34, If you lend to those from whom you expect to receive, what good is it? Even the sinners do that. So are we giving to people who you don't think deserve it? Ooh, that's a tough one. You'll never see it again. If somebody comes and borrows something from you, you may never see it again. Is that true? 
Do, when you see them coming, do you run around the back of the house because you, don't, you know they're coming to ask you for something? Uh-huh. Yeah, we know how that is. Okay. So we have an opportunity to stand in front of them and say, okay, now what do you want? <laughs> All right. 2 Corinthians 9, 7 says, God loves a cheerful giver. Are we cheerful when we give or are we begrudging? Well, the Bible tells me I have to do this, so I'm just going to do it. Or are we cheerful? Proverbs 22, 9 says, Whoever has a bountiful eye will be blessed, for he shares his bountifulness with the poor. I like that. Above all, put on love, which binds everything together. It's all about love. Everything we do is coming from the gift of love, the gift that Jesus came. This little baby right here, I don't know if you can see it. Isn't that the cutest little thing? I wanted to keep that there because a tree is beautiful and all, but isn't this the reason? Isn't this the reason to have, just to recognize that Jesus came for one purpose, one purpose only, to save sinners, to draw them into the love of the Father, to become the connection between earth and heaven. So I'm going to ask you this question, and I normally... I know everybody here, but I'm going to ask you this. If those of you who really want a deeper, closer, intimate walk with God, I know you're all believers, and you probably are all on different levels, and that's okay. But I want a deeper, closer walk with God. If I don't say that I do, then there's something wrong with me, because then I think I've arrived. I think we all have a degree, an element of getting closer to the Lord. Don't you agree? So I'm going to pray for you right now, and just... Take that upon your own heart. You don't have to tell anybody or raise your hand. It's just between you and the Lord. So, Lord, I thank you, Father, for this message. It's just about you. It's because of you we can live. It's because of you we can talk to others about you. It's because of you, Lord, that we're here, that we're here amongst the people here. And, and, and what we do in the community, it's because of you. Not we're doing it for you. We're doing it because of you. So, Father, in this in this group here that's here, this intimate group who love you so much, that's why they're here, that if there's anything in their heart that they need to repent for, or if they just say, you know what, I just want to hear you speak more, Lord. Father, I ask you to meet them there. Or if they need a healing in their body, Father, I ask you to meet them there. Lord, and whatever it is that unspoken is, I ask you to meet them there. Because you said, ask and it shall be given. And he says, you can do a little tiny seed and it will grow into a giant tree if we have enough faith for it. So Lord, I'm going to ask that everybody's faith be connected. Because we all need help in that area. So let's just ask the Lord to allow our faith be enough. It's like the guy in the, in, the, in, the tr in the housetop, and they lowered that man down. It was the faith of the four friends, or the friends that lowered him down. So Lord, our faith combining, I believe you're going to touch every life here today. In that area that they're requiring of you. And I praise you for that in Jesus' name. Amen.